0: Greetings, aliens. It is me, your one and only host of this lovely podcast I like to call Nadie Pregunto because no one asked, but I am your one and only host, Miss Ella Sanchez. That's me. Um, well, today t- today is angry. Today is an angry one. It's almost 10 p.m. on a Saturday you know, night, I just had dinner like an hour ago, it's been great, daylight savings is really kicking my ass, along with college, but you know what, we are here to discuss, and by discuss, I mean we're here to rant, we are here to yell, we are here to just talk, you know, it's some girl time, talk, girl boss, babes we're here we're here this is a safe space you know and i always say or almost always say um there is wind outside my door and there it is there there it is that's that's this wind if you can hear it which you probably can um i can't avoid it i'm right by a window and even if it the even if the window is closed i can still hear it as if it's right next to me so because it is And this microphone picks up everything, so please just ignore, by all means, the lovely wind when it comes. I can't help it, it's just California being lame and stupid. But without further ado, speaking of lame and stupid things, we're going to get into things today. And so, without further ado, let's get into it. Bada bing, bada boom, let's get to it. Woo! So... I didn't have anything prepared, really, until right now. Um, I was typing angrily, you know, just the ush, as one does, but here we are. So, wow, this is, um, I don't know how long this is going to be, but I'm trying to make this as, like, you know, short or, you know, getting to the point faster kind of energy today, but today's episode is Appreciate Women More please simple and i'm gonna get into why um there are some trigger warnings for this episode um, i'm gonna be talking about um violence as a whole male violence harassment um rape and i just want to put that energy out there so like people that are listening that don't want to hear that just so they know this episode is going to mention that on and off at different points and I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but there is a lot to cover because I was I was slamming those keys on my keyboard on Google Docs because there's a lot to cover and it is, it is not a pretty sight. And since we're talking about women, my inspiration for this topic was, yes, being a daily woman and the daily life as a woman, you know. And... Another major one I've seen, like, an uproar in, like, early March, as March is coming to an end. Um, There was a woman named Sarah Everard. I hope I said her name right. May she rest in peace. May she be at peace with life now. Um, But on March 3rd, she is a UK 33... Or she was a 33 UK-year-old woman. She was abducted and killed on her way walking home and the suspect the suspected police officer that allegedly allegedly (laughs) um, abducted and killed her is Wayne Cozens and he was a police officer and it just caused such a uproar in women all over the world not just the UK um, speaking on you know their experiences with like male harassment um violence just like any experience they've had just being a woman really and it just like there's so much to cover um it really wasn't easy for me to read the story um may say sarah everard's rest in peace and it was just like when I was seeing the stories, I've, I've seen so many people come out on Twitter and other social media platforms, like saying their experiences, walking home, rape, harassment in general. Like I just don't really know where to start with that. And I don't really wanna focus the whole episode on that because it is a very negative topic. But it's also something that needs to be mentioned and it is an inspiration as to what i wanted to incorporate into today's episode because at the end of the day it's still a story that needs to be heard and whether if one person zero people listen to this um if it's just one person at least somebody knows her story and that's kind of all that matters so (sighs) but on a slightly lighter note um Let's just, like, move along. There's a lot to cover, but I definitely wanted to have that as, like, my inspiration because it prompted a really, like, large worldwide publication for women to, like, speak on their um, experiences, which I commend them for. It's not easy to do that. I wish I could come out with the experiences I've had to fucking deal with as a woman. Um, And it fucking sucks. It really fucking sucks. I don't want to make this about me because this is not about me, but... It really fucking sucks. It really does. Like There really is no other word or sentence or phrase I can use to say other than it just fucking sucks. And I, I'm, a, I'm fully aware that many women are gonna agree with me on this. It is so exhausting to just simply be existing and just you get harassed or just even bothered in any way. And I'm tired of people Or like any sort of way. They're like, oh my God, if somebody's complimenting you in public, wait, what's the big deal? I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you're doing that. I don't want to be speaking to someone I don't know in public. That's not what I want to do. That's never been my intention. Like I don't, when I go out, I just plan to do the shit I need to do and go. I just want to get the food I want and go. I just need to like, you know, go to the post office and drop off this fucking letter and go. Like I'm not trying to interact with any other human being besides there's a fucking like, (laughs) <laughs> there's a fucking panoramic outside. I don't need you to be close to me. I will end you. And without further ado, there is so much to cover and I'm gonna get back to this topic, but I don't wanna get too riled up too fast. You know, I gotta save that for later. Gotta save it for when I'm really extra angry than I already am now. Because <laughs> when I was writing this, I'm fucking pissed and I'm just gonna take it out on here because I can. Because it is my fucking podcast. <laughs> so other than this story I heard, Uh, about Sarah Sarah Everard. I also made a decision pretty grand in my life, you know, a a big girl decision, if you will, and that is birth control. God, hate it. I do. I really fucking do. So, I have decided to talk about birth control, but it's out of order, you know. My, My episodes are never in order. Well, I'm briefly mentioning birth control, and we're gonna get into it, but Let's start with topic number one. The obsession for femininity. And when I say that, listen, femininity isn't real either, by the way. It's just something associated with gender roles. They don't really exist. Anything can be feminine, truly. I don't know what else to say other than that. Like, there really isn't anything for me to say. So there was this tweet I saw, uh, I think a couple like a week ago I think and it was about like some guy he tweeted he was like oh like I feel like pro-life women are better and they're more loving because they love you and they'll love your kid I'm like "What does a pro-life woman have to do with loving you and a child I don't get it <laughs> where's the correlation I'm not really seeing your point I've met plenty of pro-choice women that love very much normally and still want children. Not me, though. Y'all be easy. But, um, they exist, you know. They're, they're real. They, they exist. Just because a woman doesn't want to have a child doesn't mean she doesn't love a child or can't appreciate a child. I don't know how that correlates at all. But, um... Not only did that bring me to be like, "Huh, that's a little bizarre. It's a little bit weird to like look in that from that from from that perspective, but a woman's love should not be your only goal in my opinion. I have met very sick men that literally need therapy. Therapy. I have met sick sick men that just need therapy. All they need to do is go online and Google therapy for men and that is it yes it is costly of course but there are men who truly just take out their anger and toxic masculinity traits on other human beings not just women just other human beings and then they torment the people in their lives and they just truly just all they need to do is really talk it out with someone but no they choose not to do that all they need to do really is just go to therapy see a therapist see a psychologist bro you don't need a woman to save your life you need to save your own life you need to save your own life how would it be if the role of the you know the roles were reversed like a woman is nagging you all day she's bothering you she's toxic she's literally like she doesn't give a shit a single fuck about you But if you provide her with, like, you know, security or something like that, how would that feel? Like, how would that feel in the the other way, like, in the other point of view, on the other side of the story? It wouldn't be great. She torments you. She pisses you off. She's, like, toxic. She, like, is abusive. How would that feel, truly? Because, from what I'm seeing, you don't need love to fix your problems, babe. (laughs) Like... Love is not the answer. A woman's love is not your answer. A man's love is not your answer. The answer is within you to get help if you need that help. Or do it for yourself. Do some self healing, self reflecting if you cannot afford therapy because it is not very easily accessible. I will say that. Or easily, you know, financially accessible for most people or for some people. But self help, self reflection. Truly. A woman's love is not the answer to all your problems. See a therapist. Then we can talk. Then we can, you know, go and, you know, date other people and date, you know, like a regular human being does. Like, if you're really on an all-time low in life, I really recommend you help yourself before you start bringing in other people in your life. That's just me, though. Hey, you know what? A lot of people would disagree with that. But I just that is just me. Usually I like to see things from my all points of view, but in this actual, atch- in this actual scenario, I'm just going to say, if you, all you think that you need a woman's love to solve all your problems, you need therapy. Like you need to go help yourself. Like you need to save yourself first. <laughs> you need to like help yourself out. How are you going to like care for somebody else when you can't even care for yourself or, or help yourself really? That's what I would like to, you know, advise into the world because that doesn't really make any sense. There's just no correlation. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why so many, like, older movies or, like, just, like, rom-coms or anything like that from, like, the 90s, before that, they were just idolizing. Like, they would center an entire chick flick back in the day all around a woman's love. Like, what's so special about it? I don't know. I don't know. They were like, God, all I need in life is just my job and my woman and that's it, you know? And I'm like, there is so much more to this life. There really is, like you gotta have the love, obviously. We all strive to be loved and love. That's pretty much like a very common goal in this life. But you should probably have yourself, you know, together. Like, do you are you mentally ready to be in love with someone? Are you mentally ready to date someone? That, those are the real questions you should be asking yourself before you even start dating anyone. Like, are you ready? Are you mentally prepared? Are you in that headspace? Are you going to be ready? Are you preparing? You know, it's like these questions you have to ask yourself not just rely on somebody's love to save you or to make you feel better. Like, yes, it's great. It's a nice feeling, but it could end badly. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's so weird to me. I've never understood it. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. It just, it's like, I don't know. That's all I can really say. But my next topic is birth control now I'm very vocal I'm very pro-choice and I'm not afraid of that either and if somebody wants to crucify for me or you know crucify me for that go ahead call it lights out I'm down but I look I know for the people that are religious this is not gonna be a great you know thing for you um look I think I think it's just really shitty that the Catholic church sees birth control as the enemy. And when I say that, I mean, I'm not saying Catholics, I'm saying the Catholic church say that it's the enemy or it's like super like a sin. How dare you? And that's where I come in and critique that shit because I went to Catholic high school. I've seen how much they don't like that shit. Or they don't even care about a woman that's like, they, that, oh my God, I just can't. <laughs> and so I just, where this is where I'm gonna step in and critique the fuck out of it because how are you gonna let a religion decide abstinence for you? How are you gonna let a religion decide when you can and can't have sex? That's kind of up to the individual, is it not? Hey, if you wanna save yourself for marriage, who am I gonna stop you? Who am I to stop you? has nothing to do with anything i'm not the catholic church am i no i'm not fucking pope no and if you want by all means to save yourself from marriage i'm not gonna judge i get it people are nasty people are disgusting in this generation they're walking around with stds left and right giving it to other people not getting tested, not being, you know, not using protection. I get it why you don't want to get wild with it. I get it. It's scary. I would rather die than interact with any human being that's had like too many partners and like not gotten tested. I'm like, go ahead. Have as many partners as you want. Fuck as much as you want. But if you're not getting tested, you're not touching me. You're not even getting near me. And that's that on that. Seriously. So, this is why I'm gonna come in and critique the fuck out of the Catholic Church. So, you mean to tell me that all life is precious, right? Yes, that's per, like I'm thinking in the Catholic Church mindset right now. All life is precious. So, you mean to tell me, so if a woman gets pregnant at a very young age, teen pregnancy or early, you know, years, and she gets pregnant and she doesn't want the child, but she's forced to have it because of her fucking religion and she grows up, has the child, and she can't financially support the child. You mean to tell me that's a better idea? You mean to tell me that's a better idea than just not having it in general? Abortion isn't murder, just so it's clear. Just so it's clear, you know? Not really gonna go further into that because it's pretty obvious you can do your own research. And by research, I mean actual research, like actual science and actual people that study what abortion is the female reproductive system I mean those people not some whatsapp group you saw on Facebook or not somebody that just you know made just like put doctor whatever after it and said this doctor blah 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 said this yeah someone had to say it and god I'm so happy it was me I am so happy it was me because somebody has to say it and I'm tired of it. I am not going to let a religion tell me when and how and who I can't and can fuck. Simple as that. Simple as that. Very, very simple. (laughs) Hey, you know what? You may be religious now and you're probably like, ew, that's so shitty of you to say. I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. You can click off. I don't give up right now i don't i'm fucking heated up and i will say whatever the fuck is on my mind because i swear to you i would rather say lights out for this kid in my body than have the child and not be able to give it my full attention money and time and people or catholic the catholic church or whatever they'd be like well if you don't want to have the baby then don't have sex here's an idea even in the fucking catholic church it says oh yeah you know, oh shit, I lost my train of thought, hold on, I, ha- I was on a roll and then I lost it, it's like, oh, don't have sex, but sex is supposed to be a beautiful thing by the person you love, is it not Catholic Church? So you I mean to tell me if the person that you're with now is the person you love in the moment, isn't that okay to have sex with them if you really love them and care about them and they do the same for you? Is it not Mr. Catholic Church? Is it not? Exactly what I thought. Contradictory, doesn't make sense, no correlation, bullshit to me. So, ladies, gents, whatever, if you wanna fuck, please do it. If you really want to, just do whatever you can. Be careful and be safe. Use a condom. I don't care what he says. I don't care if he's like, oh my God, I don't wanna use a condom. You will. You have to. There's just literally no other choice. Unless you feel like it's okay, it's the time to, you know, try it without it. When you guys are both clean and you guys are both with each other, then sure. Do whatever you feel like is comfortable with you. But if not, then do whatever you need to do. Condoms are available for free somewhere. They are free at clinics. They are free at some college campuses, from what I've heard. And there's also some at the store at Target, Walmart, wherever you need to go for your daily stuff. There is no excuse for you not to have a condom. No excuse, just none absolutely zero and so birth control as it is if you're current if you're listening to this and you have a girlfriend and she's on birth control I want you to go to her right now and thank her literally dedicate a whole week a whole month a whole day whatever a whole year to her and I mean every single breathing hour day that she is alive on this planet I don't think anybody really understands the gravity of the situation of birth control. I am so serious. Listen, birth control is a godsend. I am thankful, mwah chef's kiss, but it is not all rainbows and butterflies and rainbows and butterflies. No, it is not. It is not, I don't think anybody really realizes. I know men don't. They're like, yeah, it's not easy being on birth control. I can see that. No, 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 no. It's not only just not easy. It's only, it's also a nightmare. I have heard horror stories of women that have been on it. I've heard women get depressed. I've heard women literally break out. I've heard women like have hair fall out. I don't know. It's just bizarre in different cases for different women in different occasions because hormones that are synthetic put in your body is already one story but extracting it and then your body adapting to it like I don't know how I feel about that personally just so it's clear it's, it's very scary to me at least and I have seen women that do it and have done it their whole lives and I want to thank them from the bottom of my heart because it was only a recent idea of mine to just get on it but I've heard women that have been on it since like they were in high school, praise you, I, I commend you, you're doing amazing, you are doing great. And I'm sorry for every horror story that birth control has ever put you through, but you are doing great, <laughs> like truly. And I've had friends on birth control, I've had literally, I've. I, I just. I just wanna thank women for that, I really do, because it was only recent that I wanted to get on birth control, very recently and listen not only look i'm getting the copper iud that's the one that's the one that your girl needs the one that she wants because it has no home nor hormones no hormones and that is like i'm already like anti that i'm already anti hormones because honestly just having a synthetic hormone injected into my body any shape way or form just really does not get with me does not really excite me really actually terrifies me more than anything and i really want to just emphasize look i'm the one that chose not to get a hormonal birth control and the only one that exists that's non hormonal is the copper iud All of them have hormones, except that one. And everyone's like, oh, well, it's such a small dosage. I'm like, literally a small dosage could mean so many different things for so many different women. There can be, a small dosage can really just be like a tap on the wrist or a slap on the wrist for some women. Some women with a tiny bit of, you know, hormones, it conflicts with their other medicines they have to take. It conflicts with the other stuff they're taking, like acne medication, whatever it may be. So that little teeny tiny bit of (laughs) hormones in your birth control can really like either get you pregnant unexpectedly or just like mess with your whole imbalance in your body. Like there's so many, like, like so many problems that can happen. Sure, maybe like completely like normal for you that you react fine. Hey, some women are very lucky but some aren't. <laughs> like I have heard horror stories. If you go on Reddit right now and look up birth control, I can assure you that there will be so many women on there with their birth control horror stories. If not not if it's not theirs, it's probably their friends, other people they know, whoever. And nobody is really taking that seriously. And so, when I was doing research on other birth controls, because I've been wanting to go on birth control for a very long time, but I just never really thought it was necessary. And I just thought, you know what? Now's the time. I'm I'm getting older, and we don't know what's going to happen with Planned Parenthood at some point, and or the the or being able to provide for birth birth control as a thing as a whole thing, you know, because Planned Parenthood is very essential for women that cannot afford. Um, birth control or any other hospital general thing that they cannot afford and I think Planned Parenthood is very essential truthfully and if one day they are shut down it'll be game over for a lot of women and it'll be very 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 hard so I'm a very big advocate for Planned Parenthood if I ever become a millionaire I'm don't I'm donating half of my shares to like Planned Parenthood seriously um but but when I was doing research on these birth control stuff even a non-hormonal birth control is a nightmare. Listen, a child is way worse for me, all right? <laughs> a child is way worse, way more expensive, way more painful to have. But I always will remind myself that because when I get this IUDs, it's, it's gonna be a lot. So it may not be hormonal. It may have zero hormones in it. But once it's in there, up in this bitch, my period's gonna get heavier my cramps are gonna get 10 times worse they're gonna get longer i'm literally gonna be bleeding like a world war down there during the period cycle for three to six months migraines headaches all from a non-hormonal birth control please take that information as you will and all of this because i already have bad cramps as it is even though my periods are relatively light regular and pretty short and for me to like adjust to that when i was reading that i was like i'm gonna be living a nightmare i want to be living a nightmare all because i don't want to have a fucking child and this is why i'm going to get my tubes tied at 26 25 whatever age it is and i cannot wait i cannot wait I'm so excited for those that for that surgery. I don't think you understand, guys. I'm just so excited. But regardless, back to the issue at hand. Birth control is very scary. And people are always like, Oh, I'm just getting on birth control. I'm like, first of all, have you done that research? Like, truly. Like, yeah, some women have taken it to help clear up their acne. And sometimes it works. Most women end up taking it and they get really huge tits. Hey, plus for you if you don't have big, you know, tits, I already have that. For me to take birth control with hormones in it is truly just giving myself like more back pain for big titties. No, can't do it. Won't do it. Not for me. Not my cup of tea. And having synthetic hormones in my body is just not not really it for me. So once again, ladies, if you are in birth control, I am thankful for you. I'm going to be one of you at some point in this year and I'm going to cry with you, and we're gonna cry together, but at the end of the day, ladies, remember this. Right now, what's worse? Synthetic hormones that you're going to somehow adjust one day, or having a child at the wrong time. You can balance that out for yourself, truly. It's a pretty obvious answer as to which one it is. And if you're one of those people that's like, oh my God, I have baby fever. Every time I see a kid, I just want one. I'm like, no, baby. Like, you see it as an accessory. I see it as a lifelong commitment. We're very, we're built different. We really are. And so this leads me to my presenting question. And I can't wait to hear how men react to this one. If you're a man in a relationship with a woman and you see her struggling to be on this birth control because you don't want to have a kid and she doesn't want to have a kid either. Why aren't men on birth control? That's what I would like to know. It does take two to tango, obviously. But a woman does not get pregnant at all without a man's sperm. If, if literally I go about my day just doing my life, existing, no man around me, I'm not getting pregnant at all. And I don't plan on it. But the second you involve a man in the picture, he can get you pregnant. Just think about that. Why aren't men on birth control? And I swear to God, if I ever hear a man say, oh, I'm a guy, I'm like, no, that's not a reason. You don't wanna have a kid? She doesn't wanna have a kid? Put in your part. Put in your part. Do that shit for yourself. Do that shit for the both of you as a couple. How dare you expect her to, like, not worried about getting pregnant? When it takes two to tango, literally. If your girlfriend, like, let's say your girlfriend or like this couple or whatever, let's call let's call the man of this couple Rob, and let's call the girl, I'm thinking Emily. All right. Let's say Emily has been single for a while. She has not met Rob yet. She's not had sex recently. She is not getting pregnant. She is just existing in her bubble. She's minding her business. But then she meets Robert. They fall in love. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Here we go. Dating. Then yes, most of the time, sex is involved. Just a second ago, we were talking about how Emily is single. She has no man around her. She is not going to get prego. But now that she's involved with a man, she should probably, you know, discuss, you know, how are they going to have, you know, como se dice, um, intercourse if none of them want to have a child right now. Think about that. Why does she have to worry about not getting pregnant when the sperm swims to the egg? Let's let's really be honest here. That's how it works. I don't recall the egg swimming to the sperm last time I called, like last time I checked. It's not like that. So why why are not why are men not on birth control? Why are scientists why yeah, why aren't scientists coming out with birth control for men? That's what I would like to know. Because The woman may be carrying the child, but who nutted in her for that to happen? The man. Am I wrong? No. And if you don't want to have a child, then get the fucking vasectomy. Boom. Let me rip off your balls myself so you can stop having that entitlement hanging down there because all you have is a dick with balls. You're not special either. Don't think that she needs to do all the work and worry about not getting pregnant don't even try it it does take two to tango and if you don't want to have a child right now then go see your fucking doctor and see what you can do to at least do your fucking part why does she have to do it huh i want to do that i want to i want to start asking men that so i can make them uncomfortable and like you know make sure their ego is hurt because i love it i love it they're like well why would i get on birth control no why wouldn't you get on birth control You're you're too much of a tough guy to do that? You're too much? You You don't think you can handle that? Yeah, women have to handle that every day if they're on birth control every single fucking day. Yeah. See how that works out for you. See how that, you know, works out for you. Just do it. The least you can do is put in your part, you know? Or if you actually can't for any medical reason not get on birth control as a man, you help the girl you're with. Bring her fucking flowers. Bring her chocolates, bring her whatever she loves because she is putting up with fucking hormones in her body or a heavy period flow or all of the above just so your stupid ass can nut in her if you want, if you both want and not worried about having a child. But no, for her not to have that happen, she's suffering all the side effects for that, for you, for both of you. Do your fucking part, be better than that and I'm going to start bullying men the fuck out of them for that I don't care what kind of man you are put in your part regardless if you're on birth control or not normalize men on birth control I don't really care I don't because you are not doing your part you just aren't <laughs> like truly you aren't doing your part you're over here like I'm a man I don't have to do that yes you do you're the one that carries the sperm in your fucking ball sack of course you do be better. Get the vasectomy. I'd love to see them cut off your balls myself. Or if I, if they can't do it, watch me. No, I'm kidding. That's very violent. Very graphic. But I'm just saying, you know, it's an idea. Your entitlement and your dick do not correlate with one another. Grow up. Simple as that. And honestly, men are only pro-life until they get a woman pregnant. Honestly. And that is the truth. That is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. And I don't plan on uh correcting myself that speaks for itself and honestly i never want to hear any anyone disrespect anyone disrespect women at all ever again watch how you speak to us just seriously if a woman is having a bad day watch yourself because literally we suffer every day as women in general before we even go outside <laughs> if we're on a period that day we have to put on a fucking tampon a diva cup or a pad just so we don't leak through things like (laughs) and when we go outside into the world like to run errands, to go to work, to go to school we have to worry about men bothering us men bothering us watch how you speak to us just seriously because if you piss me off, I'm gonna make sure you know I'm pissed off. And so, this brings me to more a much more serious topic that I mentioned earlier. But um, with, you know, in regards to Sarah Everard from the UK that was abducted and killed on, or around March 3rd, around early March. Um, it brings the topic of... Oh, wow, it just brings a topic of women's daily safety. And it's just so heavy for me to talk about. And I want to make sure how I handle this, you know, make sure I handle this right. And I have seen the horror stories. I have heard the horror stories. And I'm very much tired of men coming up with further questions as to that anytime something else happens anytime a situation involving a woman has been hurt killed murdered whatever it may be there is always a line of men asking further questions why on earth would you even dare try that a woman was abducted and murdered by a police officer and you're over here one questioning it two Having several other women come forward regarding their safety. Sorry. And you questioned it. We have women worldwide coming out with their stories on their daily worrying for their safety. And you still question it. I will never understand. I really won't. And I don't think I really want to because there is nothing to understand. There is no absolute reason why on God's green earth you need to question a woman and what happened if she was abducted and murdered. There is nothing further to ask. There is nothing further to question other than be there for the cause. It is that simple, truly. And not only was Sarah Everard a white woman, this happens twice, quadruple, way more for women of color. And I am tired of saying it. It is very sad and heartbreaking for me to hear. It's not fair, it never will be fair. And I am so proud of the women that came forward with their stories because every time And when I say every time, I mean that's alarming because the amount of times I have heard women that come out with their stories when it comes to like a very public or very, you know, or yeah, a very public news story about a woman that's been killed, murdered, or whatever, just doing a basic normal thing as a woman, as a human being, and seeing every time, unfortunately, women coming forward with their experiences, that just goes to show this is a real issue and if you're going to be questioning it, don't even come near me. Don't even come near someone like that. Like, I, there is nothing else for me to say. There really isn't any other thing I can say about that. Truly. It happens all the time. Unfortunately, it does. And there is no room for you to question or even second guess it. Like, oh, are, are you sure those are the facts? Of course they are why would there be any reason to lie? (sighs) I am so sorry, but why would there be any reason at all to do that? Seriously, like, think about it, please. Like, how does that even make sense? Because it doesn't. It really doesn't. I have had women, like friends of mine, I have had people I haven't even met as women but have mentioned it to me. I have had, I have heard the story a million times of just being in public, being harassed, being annoyed, like literally like, I don't care. I I really don't, like I, I don't care. I don't need you to tell me anything. Like if I'm in public, leave me the fuck alone. I don't give a single flying fuck at all don't come near me, don't interact with me. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole because every time I say that Rama, they're like, oh, well, you just don't know how to take a compliment. No, actually, it has nothing to do with that because let's say it is innocent or let's say, actually, no, let's say that it's not. A man comes up to you and compliments you. You say thank you. They can follow you. They can follow up with further questions. They can try to like, you know, grab on to you or do anything like that. It's like if you accept the compliments, like it's like a man's quote, a man's definition of I'm in, I'm accepted. She can, you know, she's accepting me right now. I can do whatever I want. The entitlement is the problem. It is not like that at all. The way people are so entitled, not just any, like in general, entitlement is disgusting. Especially if you expect and feel entitled to something just because a woman said thank you, or she was nice to you, or she like was like, oh, thank you for the compliment or whatever. And she doesn't even have to do that. A woman owes you nothing, nothing. She owes you nothing. I owe you nothing in this life. I don't care if you compliment it, whatever it was in public. I'm just gonna be like, okay, thanks, bye. Skedaddle out of the situation, truly. It is not, uh, like, an acceptance for your entitlement. I owe you nothing. Just because I'm in public doesn't mean you're entitled to me. Doesn't mean you have, like, a gateway in to get to know me. Hell no. I'll end you. (laughs) Like, honestly, I'll end you in public right then and there. Because it's just so frustrating. Because if we're nice, then we get an entitlement from a man. If we're mean, people, men can get meaner. They can kill you, literally, like, honestly. And I am just, I'm really tired. I'm so sick of old men that are about to die soon kind of vibe. Thinking that they are entitled as well. I worked a regular job, like literally, I have worked a regular job. Men were staring at my tits, my ass, literally when I wasn't even looking. And I can assure you, it is so exhausting. It really is. They're creepy. They're gross. They're literally like having skin. Like, they look like Prince Philip. They really be looking like Prince Philip looking at you. And I'm like, sir, before you even decide to even look, You are Prince Philip. You are literally borderline dying. And you think you have entitlement over me. For what? Seriously, for what? I will never understand harassment in public and just male violence towards women. Just like, yes, we know rape. We know it. And it's real and i'm tired i am so fucking tired of people questioning rape seriously i'm i'm so serious like i don't understand why you have to question it any further why you need to just like follow up with questions why you ask what she was wearing it has nothing to do with that cat calling is a real thing i have been cat called and i am i am so glad that we are not outdoors anymore and also hiding half of my face with a mask, if not two masks, and no old man can tell me I need to smile more, and no gross man can be catcalling me, because no one else is really outside. No one is. And so, (sighs) wow. And since we're talking about, you know, in regards, like, this is going off of Sarah Everard's story. I hate to bring it up, but police violence against women is very real and present in this time. It may not be spoken about, which is also very alarming. It is very difficult to come up with that, and I hope that someone that feels that they are ready to share their experience, that they share it in a very safe environment, but it is real. Like, police rape is so real. Like, there, are, there is research on it. Like, you can look this up yourself if you don't believe me, the abuse of power in general, whether, whether it's a man in any type of position, it is so real and nobody's really fully grasping that. And that's where the fault lies. There can't be a few bad apples. We've already had this conversation. It's already a conversation that's been had all of 2020. There can't be any bad apples. Yeah, there can't be. Not even one. One there's a few bad apples no there can't be it's not fucking possible if we're talking about cops it is not possible it is it shouldn't even be allowed to have one bad apple in the bunch it's not it shouldn't be legal to do that and so this brings me to the conversation of not all men (sighs) i i don't really know how else to describe this really like it's so self-explanatory and I did see a TikTok on it of this woman. She is, yeah. She said that she was. She's had like I think about one or two Harvard degrees on psychology or something like that. And she goes to say and debunk the whole not all not all men are trash. And for all you lovers of not all men, this one's for you. Hmm. She really said that there are three reasons why this is, can be debunked. One. It's giving women like they need a savior kind of aspect and they, rely, they They think it's like instilling how, I'm not one of those guys, you know? I'm not one, I'm one of the good guys. But you're instilling into her how she needs you. She needs to be reliant on you as a man. And the second one is just completely invalidating or like invalidating a woman's experience in general. And I think the third one, I think they pretty much all tie in together. The third one is just like, you're relying, like, you're trying to be, like, the number one guy. You're like, oh, not all men are like that. I'm not like that. You're very, whoa. Excuse me. You're getting really defensive. You're like, whoa, no, I'm not one of them. But, like, are you sure? Because if you're not speaking about it, then you're just a shitty, truly. I don't give a fuck how many women you've treated well. I really don't. It's not what it matters if you're just like quiet in this situation in general and if you have friends that are really shitty men and they treat women terribly and by terribly i mean abuse them or are rapists or just in general shitty people yeah i'm gonna be you know up you and be like huh you know um you're not really that great of a man if you're friends with those kind of people And you don't really, you know, you don't really like, you know, confront them. You don't really call them out. That's also pretty shitty behavior. (laughs) I don't really need to get in further detail about that because it is what it is. It just is. And I'm just tired of it. I really am. And I know that all women are tired of it. Like we have said the same conversation so many times. We have had this conversation so many times how many more times we need to have this conversation how many more truly how many more times are we going to have to have the same stupid fucking conversation about how we need to be protected and we just need to be protected in the sense that like not like you know using pepper spray not using like any weapons to defend ourselves those are helpful and i'm glad they were invented but they shouldn't have been invented that's what i'm trying to say we, I shouldn't need to live in a world where I have to panic every time a man gets super close to me. I have to start walking really fast away from my car. I shouldn't have to go, you know, run errands, and do my life without having a man eye me, eye me down. I don't need that. I know no woman needs that in general. Just leave, leave us alone. We don't need to live in a world where violence against women is a thing. Violence against people in general in the public is a thing. It should not exist. It should not have existed for a very long time, but no, it does. What can you do, unfortunately? Ah, and my last thing, my last thing is the obsession for women's beauty. Now, look, I I briefly have mentioned this, but I get it, women are beautiful, obviously, haven't you seen us, obviously. But if that's the only thing you look at, you're not really being an ally if you really think so, if you really think that you are, truthfully. Like, men love how women are, how women look, But you'll never see as anything else. Like, yes, we're really fucking hot, obviously. I've seen- I've seen women. They're hot. I'm hot. I have huge tits. I'm really hot, obviously. But if that's all you see me for or you see other women for, then we're never gonna know fucking peace, bro. How are women supposed to move up on their jobs if all you see them as is just, like, sexy? You're not gonna really see them as anything else, which is a very big problem. And that, my friend, is called ambivalent Sexism. Yes, there's a term for it. It's it's like Google it. It's a real term. And the term goes, let's say let's say this well actually I'm gonna use the example I mentioned in one of my other store in my podcast episodes. But the story goes how a woman is working in IT and it's primarily an all men's land. It's an all men's world in that world. But this woman has went to college. She has the greatest experience she has, but even probably better than her male counterparts. She gets hired. She gets the job. And all she gets all day is compliments. Like, oh my God, like you're so pretty from all the male employees. And they treat you so well, right? But this is where the catch comes in. Let's say Miss Miss Thing is going in for her, you know, self-report from her boss. And then he's all like, well, I, I think you make a really uh, great addition to our place here. You really, uh you're really uh doing great. But they give her no promotion, no way to level up. But they only see her as too fragile because truly there is that that does exist. And I've heard women talk about it. And it's like weird, it's like, huh, wow, I can't even treat women like a a queen anymore, like a woman that I wanna put on a pedestal. Yeah, you probably can't, because then you only see her as that, but you can't let her make mistakes, you can't let her like fail on her own, and you just see her as incapable in general. You think that she's hot, you think that she's gorgeous, but when she wants to like, you know, do things for herself, try to level up in her world you're like oh no no no! you're not ready for that you're you're too beautiful for that like that's a real thing like people would probably like look at me and be like that's fucking stupid i'm like no it's real you can look it up for yourself it's literally in a sociology gender and communication class i learned that in my gender and com class i love the class but really hard but uh, it's just like i don't understand like one woman hasn't even gotten ready enough for her day and she just didn't have time to put on makeup or whatever just like for her to feel really pretty about herself And like, God forbid she goes out into the world and it's like the male's point of view and she's like, oh, she's gross today. She looks disgusting. I don't know who that is, but she looks gross today. But God forbid a woman wears a lot of makeup. She really wants to look beautiful for her day. She wants to get ready for work. She wants to look beautiful. She wants to put on her best outfit to make her feel great, feel ready to conquer the day. And then it's like, oh, she's trying too hard. When will we know peace, please? I would like to know, make up your fucking mind. And also, femininity and the obsession for women's beauty standards. Listen, I want to talk about that because it is bullshit. How are women going to be idolized for centuries for being beautiful, for having the most beautiful, skinny, like body or whatever? But the second a woman doesn't have that, it's bad or looked at as terribly or looked at as like inferior or looked at as like not appreciative enough. But For years and centuries, people would idolize women that were skinny, gorgeous, like, tall or whatever, model-like, but the second a woman isn't like that, it's bad. And the second a woman ages, it's game over for them. That doesn't make sense. And I don't understand how they're going to make the gender, or we're really going to talk about genders right now. They really titled women to be beautiful, long-lasting beauty, have to look young all the time, but the second that they're not the center of the universe, that women are like, you know getting a little bit they're aging a little bit or they look a little different they're like oh moving on to the next one where does that come in truly the obsession for beauty standards is so concerning and that is where i'll stop because i i don't i don't need to go any further because it is what it is and it's pretty obvious (sighs) i'm out of breath and i'm tired but i said what i said and i meant what i said and i meant what i meant and i said what i said And I meant what I said. Wait, I have this in my head regardless. I had to say what I had to say. So I hope that all of you have a lovely night. I hope that you all are safe and well being, you know, cautious and being safe out there with this panoramic going on. But other than that, I am signing off and I hope that you all go to sleep well and take care of yourselves and be safe out there, ladies. And you are appreciated if no one has told you that as a woman or in general today, I am telling you today that you are a fucking woman and you will owned, you will own this world and you already do. So much love. Bye.